from Writer's Rough Drafts, and I'm coming at you with a special bonus episode guaranteed to boost your inspiration and motivate you to get pitching by sharing the story of a writer just like you who managed to land their own dream byline. You know how imposter syndrome goes. It shows up when we're afraid we aren't good enough or don't know enough especially if we are asked to write on a certain topic or in a specific style. This well-known fear is exactly what plagued freelance writer Masuma Maimon as she worked on a pitch that would eventually land her her dream byline. Other than being a pizza lover by day and a book nerd by night, Masuma is a self-proclaimed productivity enthusiast who loves reading all about the different ways we can make the most of our time. From online articles to books on productivity, Masuma spends a lot of her free time collecting unexplored topics she can later research and possibly write about. It's from this love for productivity hacks that she came across the delectable Swiss cheese and salami methods found in Brian Tracy's book, Eat That Frog, 21 Ways to Stop Procrastinating and Get More Done in Less Time, which offers different tactics for tackling a full plate of tasks and projects. Intrigued by Swiss cheese and salami slices as methods, not just snacks, of course, Masuma did a quick search online to see how well the topic was covered. And she found there wasn't much Swiss cheese or salami slice content out there. Okay, now I'm getting hungry. Masuma realized that she'd struck gold. She got to work crafting the perfect pitch for an article in her head, and she already knew exactly where she wanted to submit it. Trello.com. For those of you whose world hasn't been completely and utterly changed by the likes of Trello, I'll keep it short. Trello is a collaboration tool that organizes projects into Kanban boards. Here at CYC, we use Trello boards for everything, as it is very similar to, as we call it, the way Alyssa's brain works. Think of it like a big whiteboard with columns that post-it notes move across to completion. But back to Masuma's story. Trello's blog is one of the leading names for topics such as remote work, workflows, and productivity. So I'm sure you can see where the Swiss cheese and salami methods would seem like a perfect fit. Masuma had been an active follower of the Trello blog for a while and had always appreciated their brand's voice, specifically the storytelling angle they took with their write-ups. Sounds like a match made in heaven, right? She had the perfect topic to pitch her dream publication, but there was only one problem. Masuma had already pitched Trello once before and failed. In the rejection email, she was told that while they liked her idea, they had a high volume of great submissions, and unfortunately, hers just didn't make the cut. It's one thing to be told you're not good enough by your average run-of-the-mill online publication, but to be told this by your dream publication, it can feel devastating. Now, Masuma could have easily called it quits there. She could have taken the rejection as a sign she wasn't cut out for this type of work, hung up the old pen and paper, and done something else with her life. But no, Masuma was determined to publish with Trello. 
Instead of giving up, she reached out to Trello's editorial team and began to build a positive relationship with them. Not only is this a great way to make connections, it can place you front and center the next time your dream publication is open to reviewing pitches. For Masuma, this was an opportunity to build relations with more people in her field. She wasn't interested in just landing a byline, but in connecting and building her professional friend base. Sometimes, gaining a new friend in the writing world can be just as beneficial as landing that dream byline. For a while, she forgot about writing and enjoyed her new friendships, messaging back and forth about productivity and learning as much as she could from them, as well as sharing what she knew, too. It wasn't until six months later that she asked if they were accepting pitches again. Luckily enough, they were, and she was able to send in her newfound pitch. This time, she didn't just throw one or two pitches their way. In a late attempt to really impress the Trello team, she urgently researched more ideas to send alongside her main topic of choice. Besides the Swiss cheese and salami slice methods, she found a few accompanying topics that were not adequately discussed in detail. She figured that if Trello had no interest in her main pitch, she would have more than one unique idea to share, increasing her odds of being accepted. At the very least, it would show them how detailed and dedicated she was to producing the best content possible for their site. After finding a few more high-ranking topics, Masuma drafted up outlines for how each article would look, bundled up her pitches, and sent what she had straight to her connections on the Trello team. This is where networking and making connections comes in handy, as it sometimes lets you skip the line and puts your pitch front and center. That doesn't guarantee you'll absolutely get accepted, but it definitely increases your chances. Masuma knew this, and after hitting send, all there was left for her to do was wait. And wait. And wait a bit more. While you're waiting for a reply on a pitcher submission, it's easy for that imposter syndrome to creep back in. You begin to think maybe they read it and hated it. Hours begin to feel like days. Days begin to feel like weeks. It's easy to lose hope at ever being accepted. And Masuma's previous rejection obviously stuck with her. Similar thoughts continued to float around her mind. That is, until the day she received a reply from Trello, saying, Dear Masuma Maimon, your pitch to Trello has been accepted. Finally! She landed a pitch with her dream publication. Masuma's excitement was through the roof as she thought about how incredible an opportunity this was for her and her career. That excitement, however, was short-lived as she then began to think of the high expectations of Trello she was now expected to hit. Imposter syndrome struck yet again. Her mind was filled with nagging questions and those demons that question even the very good things that are happening in our lives. How am I going to do this? And I shouldn't have ever pitched them. And why did I even pitch them? Flooded her thoughts. She had been so afraid of getting rejected that she didn't even think about how much scarier being accepted could be. After a few moments of heavy breathing and fighting her own self-doubt, Masuma jumped into action. For the next month or so, she focused on perfecting the outline of her article, making sure she had a clear vision of what she wanted to write. She also studied Trello's blog from cover to cover, familiarizing herself with the voice by reading a multitude of their articles and jotting down keywords and phrases used throughout. It took many, many rewrites and outline changes before she felt as though she had something worthy of being published. 
A few more moments of heavy breathing and self-doubt later, she once again hit send and submitted her final draft. The wait was worse than before. This time, she wasn't just sending in a basic outline. She was rejected now. It might really mean she wasn't good enough. After pouring in all of her time and effort, focusing on nailing their voice and making sure that every sentence sounded like it came from the personified mouth of Trello itself, if she were turned away now, she really would be an imposter at her craft. As it turns out, though, she was freaking out for no reason. The editors came back loving the piece, only having a couple suggestions how to improve its readability after all of the work she had done. The biggest change she had to implement was on her use of metaphors. While metaphors can be fun, they are best used when they connect in some way. Their consistency helps readers stay focused on what is happening in the article and keeps them from being speed bumped by an oddly timed word or phrase. Her editors suggested she keep her metaphors food-based, since the entire piece was centered around Swiss cheese and salami methods, and that's it, I'm going to build a charcuterie smorgasbord after this. It took two to three rounds with editors and a whole month of constantly overcoming imposter syndrome before her piece was ready to be published. On December 13th, 2019, her post, How to Tackle a Full Plate of Tasks and Projects, went live. Get it? Full plate? Swiss cheese and salami slices? Those crafty word nerds over at Trello are good. Since Masuma landed her dream byline, she's had several people directly reach out to her for work, and one of them even became a regular client. Also, yes, she's still in touch with her pals over at Trello. All this goes to show what's possible when you push back your fears and that darn imposter syndrome to reach for your dreams. Fear is a powerful paralyzer that causes even the most accomplished of writers to hesitate before submitting to their dream publication. What writers need to remember is this. Success is built off of a million no's. Rejection isn't the end for your writing career. It's one step closer to your new beginning. That's it for us here on this special quickie bonus episode of Writer's Rough Drafts. Thanks to Masumo Maimon for sharing her story and letting us know how to land a dream byline with Trello.com. You can grab some of those details from our show notes for this episode at craftyourcontent.com slash episode 67. That's episode 67. This show doesn't happen without the team at Craft Your Content making it happen. Our audio and podcast engineer, James Ede from Be Heard Productions, podcast editor, Julia Hess, and director of production, Erica Rasso. Most importantly, thank you for listening. Now, go forth and pitch. Pitch.